0: Final set and action. Welcome to Hollywood and Vine news, reviews, and the occasional interviews about all the movies worth seeing and the few that aren't. I'm Tim Beasley,
1: and I'm Patrick Bonfrisco.
0: And tonight we're reviewing a Canadian hit, Zoom, from 2015.
1: I didn't know this was Canadian. It's a, a joint venture between a per- dude Canadian there was like three hundred production companies listed at the beginning of this movie <laughs> say, I'm not exaggerating the... in fact, I'm probably a little low on that number. It's probably closer to <laughs> four or five hundred. It just did not end, and there were like some there were some title cards with like six production companies, eight production companies. I'm just like, what the hell is going on. Everybody invested one dollar in this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was a joint production between a uh, Canadian uh, group and a Brazilian group. Gotcha. So, it definitely, it did have a lot of different production companies. I don't think it ever actually got a uh, domestic U.S. release in terms of like a wide release. Um, I found it on Netflix and it looked cool. So, I said, hey, let's watch this. And you didn't fight me this time because we put it on the schedule before Death Race. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know what? If you had suggested this after the what I would now refer to as the Great Death Race debacle of 2017, I probably <laughs> would have shot you down, but I'm glad I didn't.
0: Truthfully, if, if I hadn't watched this before Death Race... Um, you would have shot yourself down? If it, was, if it was as bad as Death Race, I think I would have shot myself yeah. down.
1: You, uh, you have lost those privileges for a little while. You're on the timeout. <laughs> You're on a timeout. Well,
0: didn't this one kind of redeem me?
1: Yeah, but you chose it before Death Race. So what this tells me is that your your taste and your selections are progressively getting worse. If I were to graph this if I were to graph this, what would you rate this movie?
0: Uh Patrick, I don't like rating
1: movies. No, that's me. That's me. That's me. (laughs) What would you you love you love rating movies? What would you rate this movie? Okay. What would you rate this movie? Um
0: I mean, it's not. There are some. You can change it issues. later.
1: I just just give me your just give me your, you know,
0: quick quick, quick one. Yeah, first uh, first number uh,
1: pops uh, in your head when you think about this movie. Go. Seventy six percent. No, I was looking for on a scale of one to ten.
0: Oh, uh, on actually scale of one to on 10. a
1: scale of negative ten to ten. Ready? Go. Oh, that, I mean, I mean that ne- still go. works. Go. Seven point seven. 3. No, we're doing we're doing whole numbers here. Okay, now okay, now 7. same same scale. Ready? Death race. Go. Two two. So this was a seven yes. death race is a two. All right. Yes. So what that tells Let's me is your you. next choice is going to be a negative three.
0: Oh, cause it's going down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but okay. Oh, and, but then, and, then, did, and then, and then, well, no, and then, uh, oh, 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 <laughs> hold, hold on. Oh, you hold on. We did have the debacle because I, I knew how bad death race was. Mm-hmm. There was just a miscommunication between us on which mm-hmm. death race we were watching.
1: Was there, I'm pretty sure you told me 2050 oh because i assumed it was the uh the, the, the reboot the yeah one. all right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you didn't if your, you next, your next trailer, a, your next pick will be your next pick will be if i watched the trailer we wouldn't I'm be doing not the not show anymore
0: it, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not putting it on you fully i'm just saying
1: if, if uh-huh.
0: you had watched the trailer i been like wait i thought we were watching the other one so let's just
1: let's just be clear when you say you're not putting it on me fully you mean you're not putting it on me at all because you picked it yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure I understand what you mean by fully.
0: Well, I mean, you could have watched the trailer and been like, "What the hell is this, dude?" I'm not watching this you piece know, of shit.
1: I thought on, it was an, on another show we we do. Another show we do. I, I once told you trust your co-host, and I did just that. I trusted my co-host, and let me tell you, I'll never trust my. Co- a- I will never <laughs> trust my co-host again unless I get a new co-host, and I don't want to do that because it's your show. I'm your co-pilot, <laughs> but you are fucking flying me into the side of a mountain, man. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. We got some podcasting gold out of that. Oh, Just Jesus. That's really fucking I, far I'm it.
1: pretty sure that podcast ended with me curled up in a ball <laughs> on your couch saying never again.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. I okay. It, I think it was breath of viewing. Yeah. I think this is much better though, but let's say this. What do you agree with my, my numerical
1: assessments? I don't like to give numbers,
0: but do you agree there? Also, there's... if
1: I did give numbers, death race wouldn't be on the positive side. <laughs> You give it negative numbers? <laughs> All right, look. <coughs> excuse me. When you take into account what it, what it is, what it's supposed to be, who it's made by, I guess it would be on the positive side. When you... <laughs> oh, God, I broke you. When you go into it, as I did, <laughs> not knowing what you're getting into... Holy shit. But but okay. I'm gonna give you the, I'll give you this. You you've 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 redeemed yourself with this one. But that just means you've broken even. That's fine. All right. Or so the next one doesn't... if I let if if I ever let you pick again, it's a wild card. It could go either way.
0: I mean look, every business wants to be in the positive, but you start out hoping you can at least break even. Mm. I'm at least broken even
1: at this point. Yeah, so. you're you're broken even, and I'm just broken after what you've put me exactly. through. Exactly, <laughs> but this
0: this redeemed it.
1: Yeah, this this is. This you this know what? I, uh, I will tell you before we even get into <sighs> it. The one thing that I wish. So anybody so we've any, done
0: more more about death races. Yeah, we're getting
1: we're getting there. Hey, we're getting there. Listen, you know what? You <laughs> you gotta pay the piper after what you've done. <laughs> your, your day has come due right now. But listen, this is what I want to say. If anybody's listening to this. And I'm sure every whatever whatever listeners we had quit after Death Race. But if we do, you know, we have one straggler that just, just forgotten to unsubscribe. Um, this is what I will say: if you haven't watched this movie yet, stop the podcast in a minute. Not yet, stop the podcast in a minute. But when you go to watch it on Netflix, don't read the description. Just watch it, and I'll explain. This movie? Yeah, just watch it. Don't read the description, and I'll, I'll explain why later. But if I explain now, it would defeat the purpose. So hopefully anybody that hasn't seen it has now stopped watching. I would have, I enjoyed the movie, but I wish I hadn't read the description. Yeah. It's, it's definitely spoiler. It gives, it, it gives away too much. Yeah. So there you go. There well, you have it. There's, there's my review.
0: That's the, the description on iTunes or excuse me, the description on Netflix is what made me watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I do but, agree. But if, from if the point of view of, about it? exactly from the point of view of now that you told me to watch it and I was going to watch it anyways, I wish I hadn't read it. And I was just – I don't even know why I read it. I think maybe because uh, – I think you had mentioned – I think you mentioned there were more than one one film with this name, and I just wanted to make sure I had the right one. And then I realized, wait, how would I know if I had the right one? I don't know anything about this movie anyways. And didn't realize how much it gave away when I read it.
0: Well, so for for those – if if you're listening and you haven't seen this movie, when if you want to go watch it, it is still currently – at least at the taping of this – podcast it is still currently available on Netflix mm-hmm. um but there is another movie with the same name Zoom but it was a 2000 I think 6 movie with yeah. um uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor where he plays oh, a
1: Oh that's what the other one is. Okay. A, yeah,
0: he plays a uh, an aging
1: superhero that can gotcha. uh, Yeah, this one I like think what you, type this character. is like a 2015 film, the one that we're talking about. yes right? Okay. Yes. So Go on Netflix, look for Zoom 2015, and don't read anything else. And then go for it. Yep. Starring and you will Allison spend Pille. quite a bit of time trying to figure out what's going on, which is good. Mm-hmm. And That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Yeah, and, and we're definitely going to touch on some of the, the major spoilers because that's what we do here. But um, I don't think even yeah, talking about this. Yeah, this is a review show, story. not a preview show. Let's just yeah, get that well, straight. Yeah, and yeah. I would say even even talking about the film though I, there's no way I can capture what actually happens. You have to go watch it. Like I can I can tell you everything that's going to happen in this movie, but it really doesn't even do it justice. Um I think it was you know, sure there's there's some technical issues with the movie, there's some some acting issues, you know, just like any movie, but
1: All right, well, um, let's back up. Let's back up. You was said Interesting. Yeah, let's back up though. How did you, you said you watched it because you read the description but how'd you find this movie
0: uh, I mean were you honestly, just
1: sitting at home looking up Jason Priestley movies or I mean you st- or you well, stumbled upon it
0: no I mean I have an algorithm that runs to tell me anytime Jason Priestley is in a movie it's, it's so few and far in between nice. um, I'm just kidding that's so harsh I love you Jason Priestley no, or is it just uh, a
1: 90210 thing like anyone like <laughs> you how many how many Jenny Garth films do you have queued up uh, all of them. Okay. I thought, so uh, you just, I, what, you don't watch any of them? I don't get it.
0: I just like to look at them.
1: Uh, gotcha. Just like I like to look at her. What? No. no I'll be, give you that. Jenny, I'll give you Jenny Garth.
0: I, I don't even remember how I what? came oh, to watch. I thought you were going to say I don't movie. even
1: remember Jenny Garth. I was like, hold on. Know. What? No, I'm trying <laughs> to actually answer your question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're in so, for it. Um, So Tim, how'd you find this movie? So, so I'm kind of weird when it comes to
0: Netflix, right? Mm. If I don't know a show. So the old adage is never judge a book by its cover, right? But that's Mm. pretty much exactly what I do when it comes to books or movies that I don't know if I haven't heard anything about them. I just take a quick gander. If it looks like something interesting, then I'll take a look. This definitely uh, has some interesting cover art for Mm. uh, the Netflix queue and even just the box cart, box art, box cover art. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I, took a look at the synopsis and you're right. The synopsis absolutely kills the best part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of puts the main spin of everything right out there for you, which is what kind of originally drew me to it. You know, that sounds Mm -hmm. like an interesting movie. Um, But you're right. If someone had told me, Hey, go check out this movie. And I had an opportunity to watch it without knowing the the twists, not knowing um, the buzz would have been so much more cooler, so much more impactful, but still a fantastic flick. um, Still an entertaining flick for me. And then when I started watching, all of a sudden, people that I like start popping up on the screen. I'm like, okay, now I'm definitely into this movie. Like, like We've been joking around. Jason Priestley had no idea he was in this movie just by looking at Netflix. Mm. And then all of a sudden, he's on the screen. It's like, hey, all right. You know? um,
1: anyone else in the film that you know, like you knew prior to going into this? Because I didn't really recognize a whole lot of people. Maybe it's because it's, cause it's uh-huh. a Canadian film. And I'm American through and through.
0: Alison Pill, who plays uh, one of the, th- I would say probably the more of the main yeah, three leads. Yeah, I,
1: I think she was really the main character of the film.
0: Yeah, to me, she definitely. I think she, she definitely
1: was. Even though it jumped between the three stories, it spent the most time on hers. And, it, and I mean, it opened opened with her story, and it se- it seemed at least to me that it spent the most time with her. Now, where do you yeah. know her? where do you know her from?
0: Um, I was a huge fan of hers on um, uh, the newsroom. The newsroom. Aaron Sorkin, H- HBO, that HBO show? show.
1: I didn't realize she yep. was on that. I, I still, that's... Uh, she plays a, she that's plays on a my, redhead. That's on my list of things I have yet to watch that I want to. So it's been yeah. it's been on that list for quite a while.
0: She plays a producer in the show. Um, Also, uh, yeah, she's one of the... If there's a... She's definitely main cast in that show, but mm-hmm. she's like... If there's one, two, three tiers, she's a two, tier two person in the show. Gotcha. Um, but she's one of my favorite tier twos in that show. Probably one of my favorite characters in the show. Um, she was also in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
1: Mm. See, she looked super like familiar when I was watching it. And I just couldn't place where I knew her from. And I don't think I looked it up. So I was just kind of curious where you knew her from and maybe it would ring a bell. But maybe it was Scott Pilgrim. Who was she in Scott was, Pilgrim?
0: She was the drummer. Um, Are you serious? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? She's the drummer. Okay, well,
1: then that's where I know her from. Done. Oh, what's Mystery her name? Sold. Damn it,
0: uh, Kim Pine. Yeah, she played Kim.
1: Okay. We are sex, but boom, boom. boom. One, two, three, four.
0: Yeah, she's she's probably the the most famous, I would think, out of everyone in here. Um, but then you got Gail Garcia Bernal, who mm-hmm. I've seen in stuff, but couldn't pinpoint it. Um, probably Mozart in the Jungle is probably what I know him from most. Was he? Uh,
1: um, Motorcycle Diaries.
0: The, Mm, oh that does sound familiar yes he was
1: yeah that's right I'm, I'm looking from. him up
0: right now i'm like oh wait maybe
1: yeah yep that's where i knew him from and then there was the jason Priestley guy where do i know him from
0: uh
1: um, interview with the vampire
0: no he that wasn't his big one it was probably uh tombstone tombstone yeah i'd say tombstone's where i know him from most
1: tombstone yes yes <laughs>
0: That's funny. But it's also um, Tombstone. Yeah. I don't know if you know Tyler Labine. He's in the movie too. I know
1: the name and I don't know why I know the name. I just, again, maybe I looked him up though. Where, where is he from?
0: So he's welcome done, to
1: Where is he from? With yeah. Tim and Patrick.
0: Uh, he's the I'm the just going to keep asking fat, this. He's the fat bearded dude with the spiky hair.
1: Well, no, I knew who he was in this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying. Hey, you know that guy in Zoom? What's he from? He's from Zoom. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> What's he? What else is he? Okay, let me let me rephrase the question. What else is he from?
0: You probably know him from Rise of the Planet of the Apes, since you're a huge fan of that he's, franchise. What? Uh, he was also in Tucker Dale, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Zach and Mary make a porno. He was in that for a second. Uh, Flyboys is another movie but probably apes. I think one of his biggest ones was probably uh what was the show he was on? He was on Reaper.
1: Nope. No? None Kevin Smith directed the the pilot of that. Yeah, it's um, got to be Apes. Apes all the way. It? Yep.
0: He's he 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 plays a very small role in a uh movie called Best Man Down. Nope. That great movie. Check it out. Justin Long and I forget who the female actress is Jess Wexler Wexler and no, that might be wrong. Hmm. Justin Long movie, good movie. He's he's the Oh wait, there's another movie about an orgy he was at. A good old-fashioned orgy.
1: Yes sir. You have some strange taste. That is a, taste Beazle. That is a
0: great movie. We should watch that one. That uh, is a great
1: movie. You're still on timeout. We'll
0: watch it together. We'll still watch on it together. Timeout. You're still on timeout. We'll watch it together.
1: You're still on timeout. No. We're going to watch it watch together? It together? <laughs>
0: The other kind of third main lead that I don't really know is uh, Mariana Jimenez, I believe is how you pronounce her name, but she's a Brazilian actress. So. Was she uh, the writer? Think... Yes. Okay. Gotcha. The other, the other female lead. Right. Um, don't know if I know her from anything else. Yeah, she
1: didn't look familiar. Um,
0: good actress, cute, mm-hmm. takes your top off. So that's
1: what you—that's your definition of good actress. Hey, Amen. Yes. Pops.
0: Pops to her. If you took your top off, you'd be a better podcaster. Oh.
1: How do you know I'm even wearing a shirt?
0: Because I'm looking at you in your camera.
1: No, you're not.
0: So Zoom, 2015. Let's do this. So, unfortunately, don't have a whole lot of information here because I don't think it actually got a... It did get a a September 2nd, 2016 U.S. release date. Um, I don't remember seeing this in the theaters or even being advertised for the theater. So I don't know what, how many screens it opened on, but there's right. no information on, um, uh, box office mojo or anything like that. We do have some rotten tomatoes information, but 97 minute runtime. Oh, okay. So I thought you
1: were going to say, it got a 97 on rotten tomatoes. I was like, damn, yeah. I'll
0: look
1: to that in a second.
0: 97 minute runtime. So got a huge, uh, investment in your time, but mm-hmm. definitely I think a fun adventure, um, at least an interesting storytelling, uh, it did win uh, best film at the Ithaca International Fantastic Film Fest, so it is a award-winning movie of 2015. Nominated for a couple other uh, Canadian awards. Um, but taking a look at the data that we do have in terms of uh, Rotten Tomato score, that's mm-hmm. kind of the only. Well, I don't have any financial data on it, but um, not a not a strong outing. <laughs> I think I gave it a better, a much better score than the other critics really? and the other audience members and critics. I'm not a critic, but, uh,
1: oh, you are now you, you do a movies podcast. You're a critic. Awesome. I'm a critic. I'm just a, I'm just a co-pilot. I'm the color commentary. My role is to derail you whenever possible.
0: You can try. Mm. Well, you do a pretty good job. Yes, actually.
1: I do. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners may not know cause you cut out the good stuff. Go I on. Do.
0: But uh, got a 46% on audience score.
1: What's grounded. that out of? Is that out of 50? Uh, 50 possible percentages? Close to that. It's right. That's of... an A plus, almost.
0: 99.
1: Oh, it's out of 90. I got a 46 That's... out of
0: 99? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only 326 people, 327 if you count me. If I, I was I... just
1: going to say, when you said 326, I was going to say, why don't you make it 327? But it looks like it. You already did. What'd you give it? What'd you give it? What'd you give it? What'd you give it? not logged in so you're not logged in
0: if i give it a, a score on stars it would be just over three and a half okay right throw it it's averaging three three point two out of five stars i'd give it a little bit more than that critics liked it a little bit more actually
1: mm.
0: which is rare uh critics gave it a 60 percent granted it's less than 100 critics um throwing their hat in the ring but
1: that's like a d but that's a, but it's like a what that's like an australian b is that what we decided an
0: Australian B?
1: Did you say that they have their scales better than ours? Uh
0: maybe like the metric system and stuff. Mm. I don't know about.
1: Okay. Well, we were talking about grading this scales last 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 episode. fucking Nat. The Nat is back. What's up Seriously. Nat King Cole?
0: Nat King Cole is hosting today with me.
1: I'm going to get uh, replaced by a fucking fly, aren't I?
0: Go on. <laughs> yeah. But I I will say this. Hmm. It's got three, I think, I was going to say it has three distinct feels to the movies, right? Mm -hmm. So it's an interstitial of three different stories. Right. I do wish that the, there's two live action stories, if you will, Mm -hmm. and a third that is animated. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll get into why in a little bit. But when I look at the two live action stories, I do wish that they were aesthetically different. Yeah. Which really they're not at all that I could tell. Um, I mean, one definitely has some more comedic undertones and one has more romantic undertones, but at the same time, I wish they just put a, put a different filter on one of them, mm. you know, um, I, make I, one. I think I would add to that.
1: I, I think Michelle's story, I, I wish there was just a little more to it. So, like, with Emma's story, you you have a whole story there. With um, the animated story, you kind of have a whole story. But I felt like the third story only really served to tie everything together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you just pulled that out by itself, you there's not as much of a story to it. And also, that's the one that kind of was changing towards the end. So without the other two stories, it didn't make sense. But I, I, the only thing I think I would change about this movie is I, I wish there was a little bit more to that one. Cause you can kind of describe what the other two stories are about, but I don't even know really how I'd describe. I mean, I guess the short version is the guy she's dating doesn't think she's a real author. And so she leaves to go to Brazil and then he chases her down and eh. yeah. you, know, you know, there's just not a whole lot Pretty there. Much.
0: But I mean, he, she goes she goes to Brazil to the to the to the location in Brazil where her mother and father met. And right. She has a what? Some fun with a, a woman for the yeah. first time. Right. And she gets drunk and pukes and, and jumps off a cliff. Yeah. Into diving into the water and then writes on the beach. Pretty much a nutshell storytelling of that. That third story.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's where I kind of say, it, you know, I, I can't give this movie a, a great rating. Give it an okay rating because I like the idea, I like the concept. Yeah. Like,
1: and and I think the third story is fine when taken as a piece of the of other all. and how it ties together. But but if you go into this not realizing how they tie together, I, I think I would have spent any of the, the beginning time on her before they kind of reveal the connection, going, Okay, well, I like the other two stories, but what the hell's going on here? You know? Um so yeah, that that's that's the only thing I think it was lacking. It it just needed to beef up that that storyline to make it stand on its own until the, uh, connections revealed.
0: Sure. I did like, with that being said, I did like the two other stories as standalone stories. Yeah. Um, Emma's story kind of revolves around, she really interesting, you know, in Canada, she works in a, what a sex doll yeah. factory, basically making real dolls. Yep. Yeah, she works in the factory and then she being around this, like, literally perfected human shape where you can change and mold and play and do whatever you want to this, this fake woman, right? Mm -hmm. She then notices her own inadequacies or her own perceived inadequacies. and wants to be more of a real woman, quote unquote. And so she pays for a boob job and then she immediately hates it and wants to get it taken away, but then it's going to cost money. And so she doesn't have the money. Yeah. Yeah. So then she kind of gets in her own little antics with, uh, semi love interest in the story and they come up with a crazy plan, which is, you know, it's impacted by the other stories, but then it becomes a weird kind of like comedic drug heist movie. Mm. Right. It's, it's the story takes on a different turn, which still fit definitely within the characters and they're both of their awkwardness. Um, their combined awkwardness kind of makes it even funnier. Uh, but it's a funny story. It's a compelling story. There's a little bit of love in there. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a little bit of fear. Like there's interesting it's an interesting storytelling side of it own of its own. And then you have Edward, who is the one real male lead in the movie. You have his story. And even I think that that story was done that it was shot live action
1: and then uh yeah, digital
0: yeah. animation overlaid. So right. it looks like a What would you even call that kind of
1: style? It just looks like sketches. And then she colors it in as we get it. Like when you first see it, he's really just almost like pencil sketch. And she colors some of it darker and later on colors pieces of it pink. Um, Are you
0: revealing the shit already?
1: Huh? You're
0: revealing it already?
1: Oh. Well, we said if you haven't (laughs) seen it, go watch it. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) So it starts as a pencil sketch and then gets darker and sometimes gets pink. But I don't know how it gets. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I do like the the introduction of the color into that realm, because mm-hmm. um, it's all kind of. what's the word I'm looking for. Bright.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, very 80s mm-hmm. Um The word noir keeps coming up, but that's the wrong word. What's the whatever it's it's cool looking. I like it. It looks like uh. Aha, uh-huh. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Aha, <laughs> exactly what I was gonna say. And I love that music video so. Seeing uh, what? How what would you call? How the hell it, have maybe? you seen
1: that music video? Dude, weren't I Were born, you in, the born wrong in like decade. 2010? Yeah. No. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> I said yeah. <laughs> I said yeah. What? Well, no wait. What? I was reborn in 2010. Gotcha. Wait. What? Um. Uh, yeah. Not with Christ or anything. Just like. I got a new love for alcohol, so I felt like uh, I was reborn. Okay,
1: sure. So yeah, um, looks like aha.
0: Yes. No, I was definitely born in the wrong decade. I should have been born in like the mid '60s, eh, late '60s, really. So that by the time that yeah, by the time the '80s came around, I oh, would have you been wanted like, to
1: be in high school nope. during the John Hughes era.
0: Yeah, I would have been I like,
1: get, okay. I see that. Yeah,
0: late teens or early '20s, so I could have had a hair metal band, hmm.
1: like White Snake type shit, dude then you should be born like 1970. Maybe, maybe, maybe 68, 69. But, but like you want to be coming out of high school. Well, unless you want to be like 21. Okay. Oh, right, I can see that. I think you're right. Late sixties. You'd probably be about the right age for a hair metal band in the late eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. But this is the strip. first time
0: I've said this out loud. <laughs> what? I've done, I've done the math. Oh backwards. yeah.
1: Okay. I see. You weren't just guessing. Yeah. You've got this yeah, down. No, no. You know, exactly. Is,
0: hmm. Yeah. I've had this conversation a few times because people don't understand. Did you tell the them they were lot. late. Like they should have got Huh? Yeah, I was like, why why couldn't you guys meet 20 years ago?
1: They're like, Well, we were teenagers. Like, oh yeah, okay. Listen, hair metal will come back around. You'll have your time. Just be ready. You don't want to miss it the second time. Because you're not gonna I mean, you can't. Round three, not for you.
0: Well, the darkness tried to bring it back and nobody really cared.
1: Well, maybe you should be the one to bring it back.
0: I could try, but I just need to get skinny.
1: And hair. You need longer hair.
0: I'm not gonna wear a wig. I can get extensions. Oh, you're
1: gonna fake it? i'll get a a weave Mm.
0: until i make it Mm. is that how you do it
1: not with hair metal it's you're all in or just mm -mm, no all or nothing baby speaking of people that want to change their image zoom see how i brought us (laughs) back to the movie i like that
0: i think i think edward has the most interesting story out of the three Because he's a Hollywood director. He's more of like an indie director. Yeah. And now he's got – he's well-loved. He's well-known and now he's making his first Hollywood blockbuster. His first draft he turns in of this Hollywood blockbuster is too artsy for the studio. They want explosions and bing, bang, pow. And so he's got to go back and try to figure out how to do it. And then some crazy twists and turns of life throws his personal life upside down and completely throws everything away basically – um, and his whole story then switches from the movie he's making to trying to correct this error in his life, this this con- continual fuck up that's going on. And it leads to some very funny scenes, which when you see some of the scenes, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I kind of want to see this scene, knowing that they did it as this wasn't a animation. Mm-hmm. This was an actual live action film that they Filmed, then did old a uh, digital overlay of this artistic style. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to see what it looked like without it. Mm. See what the I'm trying just to imagine scene which scenes
1: side. you wanted to see.
0: Hmm. Go on. Shut up. There's a couple there that I think we can both. Uh,
1: no, don't you both. don't you dare lump me in with you. You're
0: you said it off my Like you remember that scene where he goes out into the ocean.
1: We've never discussed this film. I want to see no, we've never actually talked happens. about this we... It's <laughs> so sexy bow, chica,
0: bow, bow, bow.
1: so go on, go on you're you know you were, know you were doing a good job until you uh so you derailed me Oh no, sir, oh no, <laughs> sir
0: I don't remember where I was going.
1: Uh, you just mentioned that there were you would like to see the original film scenes.
0: Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see those scenes, uh, you know, laid side by side with the digital overlay. Because I am wondering, just from a from a production standpoint, did they did they have dots on them? You know, were they doing like mocap type stuff, or was it just live action? Um, I couldn't. Truthfully, this movie, I think. It was, you know, it was barely well, barely received in the U.S. Let alone well received. But it's it wasn't a big movie here, you know. It right. wasn't a blockbuster film that had a wide release. It's not a U.S. production. It was a Canadian and, and Brazilian um, amalgamation. It had nothing to do with the U.S. So I don't think it got much love. But I, it, really interesting. But there's not a lot of info out there. At least on the internet that I have access to. I don't know if Canadian internet or Brazilian internet's any different. But I couldn't find a lot of info on this movie after the fact. Mm. So I have no idea how they actually did those scenes.
1: Me neither. Mm. On all of the above. I don't know how they did it, and I don't have access to Canadian internet.
0: They do have a different internet, right?
1: Uh, Ask a Canadian, man. I'm American.
0: Who's Canadian
1: man? Ask a Canadian man. You got that wrong.
0: Ask Canadian man, eh? That's how you
1: say it. So speaking of Brazil, shall we move on to the third story?
0: <laughs> well, I think we touched on the third story first.
1: Oh, that's a good point. We're going
0: out of order. Michelle wants to be a she's a model, she wants to be a writer. Her boyfriend, I don't know if he's fiance, but her boyfriend played by Jason Priestley.
1: I think boyfriend, Uh, because, spoiler alert, at the end, he reaches in his pocket and pulls out the ring. So I think he was about to propose. Okay. Yeah.
0: Forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Well. Been there in the helicopter, right? Pay closer attention to the movie next time, man. Is that when they're in the helicopter? Yes. Yes, it is. Or when they're on the beach. Helicopter. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. She's not paying attention to him. And then he's talking like monologue wise, right? Yeah, she – he doesn't believe in her to be a novelist, so she leaves him and goes back home to Brazil to basically, I don't know, find inspiration, get away, write her novel. But she's handwriting it, and that just annoys me. <laughs> Why? Because if you – have you don't – I'm sorry. I don't – I'm not a novelist. I'm not a a journalist. Uh-huh. I'm not a pinner of words. Okay. But I am right now currently in a master's program. I write. Okay. All of my stuff is written. Mm-hmm. I don't have any kind of – it's all an online program. I do everything via the written word. I, I can't tell you how many times I've changed my thoughts mid-sentence. Mm. So the idea of writing something down annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> I love writing. I have a crazy, crazy love of actually physically putting pen to paper. But it's – I usually type something up or I'll write something, scribble in the notes – And then I will put pen to paper and she's writing in there and you see her scratching shit out. And there's just also like a neurotic side of me that it just, it drives me nuts. There's a little bit too much OCD in there to have no lines on the paper. I would never buy a book like that. Hmm. Hmm. This is way too much in depth in this stupid psyche of my brain. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Oh no. Let's keep going.
0: Well, I mean, even when she's, she's saying the words out loud. Oh no, no,
1: we're not talking about her anymore. We're talking about you.
0: No, go no. On, on. So she's sitting so, on the beach and she's saying the words out loud. Uh, There's no way she could write those words as mm. fast as she's saying them.
1: I see. So it annoys me. Mm. Do you what think do you want to know about my your psyche? your annoyance with uh, how she chooses to write, do you think that that could be linked to any childhood trauma?
0: Childhood trauma? Mm-hmm.
1: No. No. Yeah.
0: Her story is definitely the weakest of the three. God damn it.
1: You brought us back to the movie. Not, not
0: just in terms of Substance, Mm -hmm. but also just think about characters.
1: Well, this is how I looked at it. You could take Emma's story, and even without the other two stories intertwined, you have a story from start to finish. And you could take Edward's story, and you almost have a story from start to finish, except the, I guess, you know, what causes the issue in his life was caused by emma so but i mean you could this is the one you know the first place she intervenes in this actual story beginning and then again at the end but aside from that you've got a story when you get to michelle's story it really to me it just it just was there to serve the other two stories and i that's that that's That's why I would agree with you when I say it's the weakest. Just it didn't it didn't have enough on its own to keep me that interested. If it if it wasn't um well I wasn't already trying to figure out how it relates to the first two. Yep. So and really Emma's story is only impacted by the other two at the very end. And in a way it 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 could have been written to not have you know to not not really need to be. So. It was close. It was close. It was good. I mean, on the one hand, I'm saying like, oh, it should have had more to do so that it could stand on its own, but it was never meant to stand on its own. So it's really not negative. It's just kind of, if, if yeah, I could change it's, anything.
0: It's the, the weakest leg of the track.
1: And like you said, I think that I would have liked if it had uh, a different aesthetic.
0: Yeah. I think that could have made a, a, not a big difference to me, but it would have been nice, mm-hmm. you know, at the very least. Um, there were
1: some scenes when in her house, when it, was almost black and white and they should have just done that. They should have just gone black and white or something.
0: Black and white would have been awesome. hmm
1: So there was a movie a few years ago called Traffic that was three different stories and each story had had its own like its own color. And uh, they could have done something like that.
0: Oh, my. That would have been amazing.
1: Yeah. That's what I would have done. Just,
0: I do like the idea if they had done it in black and white and then as the movie progressed, maybe pull pull into a little bit of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just want to go, I want to go into the big spoiler. All right. To, to make that thought real. So I would say if they had started out in black and white and then as the production company wanted a bigger movie, mm. right, a bigger blockbuster, then you add in different colors. Interesting. Maybe just a, a shade here, a tone
1: there. Um, it would have helped he, too in the beginning just to know for sure that we had switched to another storyline. Yes, yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they didn't want you to realize at first, but I think, uh, you knew when you switched to the second story because it became animated. So it would have been good to know that, no, this is something else. We're not switching back to Emma's story. Or even the same world as Emma. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Cause that's, that's what, for me, this movie is supposed to take, a look at three different stories basically in three different universes. Right. So it was weird having two universes look and feel the same.
1: Yeah. I hear When that. the
0: other is so drastically different.
1: You know, and the really strange thing about all of this is that for once you and I agree. Yeah. That's the real takeaway. Look at Canadian films, bringing people together. Exactly. Making Americans no. set aside their differences. No. Californians, Canadian slash Brazilian, Brazilian productions films. making um, Californians and Arizona or Arizonians. I'm not calling you a fucking Phoenician. I'll tell you that much. I was going to say Phoenician. <laughs> Angels fans and Dodgers fans agreeing on things. It's bizarre. You're an
0: Orange County. Uh,
1: sure. I'm from Orange County, not the OC. No one from Orange County calls it that. No one. See, I'm from L.A. and I sometimes call it the O.C. Yeah, but would you ever call it the L.A.? I'm from the L.A. Would you? No. Exactly. No. But that's my point is I'm not from the O.C. You're not. And look at once again, we disagree. We're Arguing. Bickering.
0: Well, I was kind of hoping when you said a Canadian film bringing us together and I said Brazilian film, then we could start right there. Okay, well,
1: you know what? It
0: works. We can do that. All
1: right.
0: No, no. The anger wasn't there. It's
1: okay. Oh, I'm getting angry. Don't you worry. (laughs)
0: How do you feel about your Angels first place? That's crazy. That won't last long, but still. Hey, dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The Dodgers are in third. The fucking Diamondbacks are in first. What the fuck is going on? Why don't you switch
1: on? teams then, man?
0: Oh, fuck that. Come on. I think we can all
1: agree it's a great day when the Giants are in last place, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Um.
0: So, the big spoiler.
1: Yes, let's do this.
0: So, three separate parallel universes. Three separate parallel universes, right? hmm Not necessarily parallel, but three universes we're looking at. Right. And the big twist, which again, the new uh the Netflix queue will tell you right off mm-hmm. the bat, or any any necessary like uh any plot summary will kind of ruin for you right off the bat, is that the three
1: universes are connected. Well, here's the thing. You'll learn right away that Emma is writing the comic book that is the second story and that fuck, what's his name again, Edward and the Edward is directing the film. I mean, it, this one took a little longer for them to reveal, but Michelle's story is Edward's film. Yep. That was fine. It's almost, it was almost kind of like inception. You're going down levels, you know, but Netflix gave away that it's a loop and Michelle's book is Emma's story. Yep. And that was the part I wish they hadn't revealed. They could have gone just far enough to say that Emma's writing the, this comic about a director who's making a film about Michelle, and cut it right there. Because when you get to the end and you realize, you know, they reveal that Emma, like the, the Michelle's book, is Emma's story, and it all loops around. It. I wish I hadn't known that.
0: Well, hold on one second. Maybe it's a
1: Canadian thing, like. We don't want to surprise anyone with twists. We're too polite. We're going to tell you the twist up front.
0: Sorry about this, A. But there's a twist coming.
1: Yeah. I don't want you to be screwed. Uh, let's go on Canadian Netflix and look up the description for The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Bruce Willis plays a ghost. <laughs> so the log
0: line for Zoom on IMDb and Netflix are completely different, but both kind of you know ruin the movie as ah, it is. But that's BS the log line on netflix says comic book artist emma draws her ideal man edward the director of a film about a novelist named michelle who's writing a book about emma the log line for IMDb: a multidimensional interface between a comic book artist a novelist and a film director each leaves, lives in a separate reality but authors a story about the other ones now I kind of like IMDb's more because mm-hmm. it's a little bit more vague. Yeah, still kind of throws it up in the air. And the but... thing
1: is, you're right. Like hearing the description on Netflix, if I knew if I knew nothing about this movie, I'd go, "Okay, that's interesting. I want to see that."
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's kind of unfortunate. There's no. <sighs> There's, mm. I guess it's just one of those things where you have to learn. Like if you're already going to watch something, I just need to train myself to not not read the description if someone's already recommended it to me. You know why? Why even bother reading it? I should have just skipped it. But I can see what you're saying. Like, if I had read that, if you had never suggested this movie to to me and I saw that Netflix description, i go, that that sounds interesting because they all connect. It's not just, I mean, a story about a girl who writes a comic book about a guy making a movie doesn't capture my imagination. I mean, it's interesting, but it's not, it's that third element of it where it loops back around that would have made me want to watch it had I heard nothing about it. But, uh,
0: well, well, I think you could leave out, you could have left out the writing a novel about Emma. Yeah. Cause if you say that Emma's writing a comic book about Edward, who's making a movie about Michelle. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then you, and then, and then maybe you put on there, you know, with a
1: twist or something. Yeah. Something like some, just kind of imply, you know, that there's
0: Emma's drawing a, a comic about Edward. Who's writing a movie. About it gets a little crazy there. Yeah. it sounds a little stupid, but you could figure out a better way of doing it. But about Michelle, who's writing a novel with a twist.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the twist
0: is that the novel is about mm-hmm. Emma.
1: Yeah, just right. so there's just things it you do. I, there. think but, I think it's Canadian thing. I think it's just yeah. yeah. It's we just we, we don't want to we don't want to trick people. We're too we're too we're too nice. You know, there's some now, some Canadian like big shot <laughs> film person was like, "What wait, what? I, you can't do this." You can't fool all these, these nice folks that come to see the movie.
0: You can't trick them, eh?
1: Exactly. What
0: are you talking about? How are we going to do this?
1: So I think we've we figured out why. But man, leave that log line up on Canadian Netflix, not on my American Netflix. Mm. I will... The American Netflix should have said guns and boobs, and you would have been in either way. Oh, yeah. Guns, boobs, and a comic book character. What? Yeah.
0: I think I had that dream last night. (laughs) Guns, booms, comic characters. Um, it is interesting how they, they intersplice the stories though. Yeah. They, they
1: they did a really good job of that. What,
0: what, what impacts the other. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if it was Michelle that actually, I think Michelle's writing the story of Emma who then changes the size of Edward's dick. right? Right. Right. Um, now, did she do that, or was it when Emma was mad and she just took
1: it out on Edward? Yes, she took it out on Edward.
0: I don't think Michelle actually
1: impacted that, right? No, no. But Michelle showed her the solution to everything in her writing. That if she changed it back, uh, yeah, everything it would, all basically everything from would work this out. issue. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Emma's pissed. She she's been writing about her perfect man, right? Making mm-hmm. this comic book about a perfect man who's well-endowed, he's super sexy, he got that Spanish accent, he's famous, he's an auteur, he's everything she wants in a man. And then she takes him and shrinks his member. And I love the way they do it where the coloring changes, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's a great aspect of the filtering, which they lacked in Michelle's story, doing anything with Michelle's story, really. But then his world gets turned upside down, he's not able to focus on his movie, he's going through all these crazy situations, he can't Hook up with these girls like he wants to, you know, he's been fucking girls in bathrooms and doing that kind of crazy stuff. A big
1: part of it was that he was having sex with uh I guess one of the someone from the studio, whether it was a producer or whatever. And that's how he got away with doing whatever he wanted with his movie. Every time they asked him to see scenes, he would get an extra week or whatever he wanted. And when he no longer felt like he could do that, out of sheer embarrassment, then the studio took control of the film and decided they're going to change the ending and, uh, and, and, that, and everything just spiraled out of control from there. So that made a lot of sense the way that she, that they, that they wrote that in. Yep. And Which I mean, it made a lot of sense for story. fantasy. <laughs> you know? Yes, of course.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then everything that's changing, you know, all of a sudden his indie romantic flick that ends with her diving into mm-hmm. water, right. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that all changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the original version of the movie, she didn't get topless, right? She didn't actually dive in. She watched a girl dive in or something like that. Yeah. And then when the movie, everything kind of starts to spiral, then the execs want to see more. They want it sexier. They want explosions. They want car chases and helicopters and all that kind of shit. Then it changes Michelle's story, which then changes Emma's story, which then impacts Edward's story, which then changes, yeah, you know, like it gets all kind of cyclical. Right. One change affects the next um, until they realize that the stories – the actual characters in the story start to realize
1: mm-hmm. that they're, that characters they're in, in a story. someone son mm-hmm.
0: else's yeah. story. So I mean, Emma realizes when she's writing Edward's story about Michelle, she sees her own story playing out in Michelle's novel mm-hmm. and then realizes and then it, it comes all the way back around like you said where all she has to do <laughs> – it's kind of funny that it, this whole movie really cha- really revolves around the size of a man's dick.
1: <laughs> let me right? ask you this. Yeah, you're right. But let me ask you this. What I you was like, of... nothing there. <laughs> I know. I, I, I can give you a little chuckle.
0: <laughs> I know my whole life revolves around
1: the size of my dick. <sighs> what about you? My life definitely does not revolve around the size of your dick.
0: Well, I would fucking hope not. Christ.
1: <laughs> can we get back to my question? Yeah, go for it. Um, what did you, I mean, what did you think of when she, when, okay, so they, they warn her not to lose the book and it's getting, uh, um, Brandon is about to throw the book out the, out the helicopter and she jumps out to catch it. I think she wrote, I was trying to look, but it looks like she wrote wake up in the book. Mm. Cause she was writing in it as she was falling. And it looked to me like she wrote the words, giant, giant words, wake up. No? Did I imagine that? Or did I read really it? Uh, no.
0: Give me one second. I'm sure. going to pull it up.
1: Take your time. Take your time.
0: You are right. She did write, wake up. Okay. So what did you take that as? That's the part that confused me. Is it
1: a, a fourth person?
0: <sighs> Who's controlling everything
1: somehow? I didn't think so. I just didn't, I didn't, that's the, just the part that makes me wonder, like, I feel like now I'm probably going to have to watch this again, just thinking about that line to see if I could figure out where that goes, or, or, wait a minute, had Emma already been shot? She was shot, but she's awake. She was still Con- conscious. Conscious. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't. That.
0: She gets. She gets shot through the tits. Yeah. And you see, like the all the what's it called the uh uh boob uh, uh, juice. There's a better word than that. <laughs> yeah. Silicon? Yeah, you see. I don't know if it is silicone, silicone but yeah, silicone. Well, I don't know if it. I don't, yeah, it's not Silicon, but I don't know <laughs> if it's. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was I thinking about I don't Silicon know if Valley. Don't use that, but yeah. Yeah, whatever she had implanted into her chest is all leaking out on the Mm -hmm. floor. Because there's guys that want their drug money back. There's a whole other plot there, but I don't want to go too far into that because it gets convoluted. It gets funny, but convoluted. I don't remember anything that would need to be said get up or wake up for. Mm -hmm. I don't know who she would be talking to because Edward is standing there trying to like videotape the actress in his movie who is playing Michelle mm-hmm. which then switches over to Michelle's view of the world as she she jumped out the helicopter to go after the book that they've all realized now is kind of tying them all together but i don't know who she would be yelling wake up to or who she would be writing it to Or is it just too smart for us?
1: Now I'm irritated. Good movie, right? These two words, I feel like I didn't get it.
0: <laughs> the whole movie?
1: Yeah. yeah I feel stupid. You didn't get the whole
0: movie based on those two? Yeah, what? Ob-
1: obviously. I was in it all the way up until those two words, and I just don't know what's going on, man.
0: Did you say you're stupid?
1: Or it's stupid? I said I feel stupid, man.
0: Oh, I thought you said it's stupid. I was like, Jesus! No,
1: no, no, no. I enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie a lot. Uh, definitely recommend it. I'm just trying to figure out if the words actually mean anything, or they just needed her to have something to write to show that she was back in control of the story, um, or if it's not like a wake up from a sleep, but just maybe like a telling Emma to just like you know snap out of it, wake up, uh, like to your life. I don't know. Uh, it's just too existential for me
0: I do not know you're killing me here I don't know how to help you with that one because I'm in the same boat
1: I am uh because of this I've decided that this film does not get you off the hook for death Hmm. race so (laughs) you no longer break even because now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight I'm going to be sitting here trying to figure out what wake up means and the last thing you want to be thinking about when you're trying to fall asleep are the words "wake up." Look what you've done to me,
0: man. This is all this is all a creation of your own mind, here, bro.
1: Is it? Is it? Yeah. All you. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right.
0: Like I kind of want to know what it means, but I'm going to go to bed, so.
1: Hmm. Well, I see how it is. Okay.
0: Alright then. I, I I like sleep. Hmm. <clears throat> Good movie though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fun movie. <laughs> Very fun movie. Just uh, don't pay ends attention an, to anything an she writes down in the book. What?
0: Just ends on an interesting note. Yeah,
1: you just gave me something to think about. That's fine. Not complaining.
0: I just like how at the end all all three universes start to impact each other. Yeah. No,
1: that was really cool. So, and it, and the cutting from, from universe to universe was quicker and it, mm-hmm. you get to the point that everything's happening at once. It was very well done. I enjoyed that. Well, a lot. Like
0: Emma, when Emma gets shot through the boobs, like her saline or
1: her, or there her you go. Or was it saline? It saline? Maybe
0: something like that. So the stuff splashed in her, splashed onto the pages. Yeah. And she wipes it and then it like,
1: everyone smears, gets smears their legs
0: and they like fall down. They're like, Oh my God, no, what's going on? Like they're screaming yeah. and stuff. And then Edward picking up the camera and running around with it brings the actress back into mm-hmm. the other world, um, Michelle's real world, if you will. Um, and since she's, she threw the book uh, – well, Jason Priestley threw the book out the, the helicopter and it's free-falling, Emma's world is now like a tornado inside of it, papers right. thrown around, wind everywhere. It's just very interesting. Interesting kind of ending to a movie, how physically the world is changing around them, not just the characters themselves. I really wish I had some data on this movie as far as numbers. I don't even know how much it cost to make. That's my favorite part.
1: Yeah, I know <laughs> I don't, it is. I don't
0: have it. Hmm. I definitely give it a thumbs up. I thumbs say go up, watch man. it. Go watch it. I think it's worth it's worth the uh, the 97 minutes, probably 95 minutes of your time. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to it, Patrick?
1: No, no, no. Good movie.
0: I think good we're good. Good
1: recommendation from Tim, which you know doesn't always happen.
0: I pick some good ones every now and again. You picked one good one. I picked some good and ones every now. You picked a monster. <laughs> I did, but see, that's the thing. I knew it was a monster. You didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you must have been mad at me for something that week.
0: You're just going to have to pick a movie, and I won't look at
1: anything. Yeah, but I picked Ducktales. I mean, I'm a nice person, and uh, I picked I've seen movies that. that you will enjoy. And pick something I, I haven't seen. I think you chose this film on a week that you weren't mad at me, and then I must have done something to piss you off. Which, God, I can't imagine when that could have been. I'm, I'm a good dude. Uh, and then you were mad at if me. If I wanted to
0: do that, I would say, next week we're watching Cabin Fever.
1: I would just say no. I'd say, really? You are? Who's uh, your co-host next week?
0: <laughs> we're going to have a special guest star.
1: Someone, Matt King Cole. Someone else you're angry at. <laughs> Matt King Cole. Okay. He doesn't have much to say, though. Yeah, That's but I, mean, I, like I, I will co-host. give you a, I'm going to give you this one. You, 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 you've chosen wisely. Good choice. Pick more films like this and... Maybe I'll let you out of the doghouse. I will. All right. I will pick one of the movies like this.
0: That's going to do it for us tonight, folks. Yep. Uh, we're going to do our best to drop an episode every Monday and Wednesday. Let me do that again because that's not the right days.
1: So we're going to do our best to drop an episode every Monday and Thursday.
0: <laughs> Are you just <laughs> – do you want to do the outro? <laughs>
1: no. no? <laughs> not at all.
0: At least, at least in what? this podcast I'm no. myself. Do a different outro it's already. all you it's all you Just buddy figure
1: out it's all you I as know. long as you do it right
0: for rules right for rules well, that's gonna do it for us tonight folks we're gonna do our best to drop a new episode every monday and thursday feel free to uh hit us up on twitter at the hollywood pod let us know what you think and what we should review next uh on behalf of patrick bonfrisco wake up and myself, Tim Beasley. Thank you for listening to Hollywood and Vine. Go watch something new this week,
1: or watch something old, like Zoom. Exactly. Zoom, zoom,
0: zoom, zoom, zoom. That's from Xenon Girl, of the twenty-first century. We'll watch that next.
1: Week. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. Thanks very much. First shot tomorrow. Uh, that was Johnny again? Fuck you.
0: Zoom, zoom, zoom. Hello,
1: um, Mrs. Beasley. Your son's a dick. <laughs> So what? What's going on? <laughs> Damn, dude. I didn't say which she, son. Jeez. She knows. What? She doesn't have
0: more than one son. Oops. Spoiler alert. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. You can cut so this out. We... You can cut this out. But
1: when we recorded this morning, I was exhausted. And when we're recording now. I've had like about 10 Pepsis and a, a couple teas and a, and a five-hour energy. So I can make sure I wouldn't crash. Oh, and I'm fucking I feel like you've wired. like you Yeah, I, mean. I know. I had a little bump. But <laughs>
0: yeah. am I'm like, holy shit! You are on a whole nother level today.
1: Listen, I wanted to make sure we could crank me out this think, two-hour podcast in 15 minutes. I okay,
0: tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Tell me I what you w- think. Hey, I wanted what to make in sure Christ, we. Hey, second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, listen. I knew we had to record two one-hour podcasts, and I wanted to make sure we could get it done in 15 minutes. So let's go.
0: <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom! Maybe if you took your top off, you'd be a better podcaster. Oh,
1: how do you know I'm even wearing a shirt?
0: Because I'm looking at you in your camera.
1: No, you're not.
0: Not the camera you think is in front of you.
1: No, no. I found that one, too. Put some tape over the it. The camera
0: I left in your room.
1: Yeah, I know. I found that one, too. Put some tape over left. it.
0: You left the one I kept. I,
1: I oh, I found the, I found the decoy? To find. <laughs> exactly. And I have that one pointed at a mannequin that looks like me with no shirt on.
0: Yeah, but you haven't found the one in your toilet.
1: Dude. It's like every episode we do, you find new ways to just creep me out.
0: That's the point.
1: But you always say that I'm the one, like, like <laughs> inside my head is dark. Yours is just disgusting. Oh, dude, my head is. is last scary. episode was, was. Last episode, you were, like, talking about lathering yourself up.
0: <laughs> Come on. Now. That wasn't even dark. That was just. Yeah, no, I, you say,
1: I said, you, you say I'm dark. You're disgusting. There's a difference.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with
1: that. Mm hmm.
0: Zoom zoom zoom.
1: Hold
0: on. I do don't like the make idea of yawn.
1: They... It's...
0: Zoom zoom zoom. Kinda of touch on what you said. If if hold on the fucking at... I found a bee in my bathroom earlier. I don't know where that is. Yeah. Came from. When I was showering, I was like, What is why is there a fly in here? Don't and talk I opened your shower curtain.
1: Shower... No, don't talk about when
0: you're Shut I... I so I was naked and I stepped out of my uh... bathtub. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was all naked and wet. And I went out and I grabbed Stop. a shoe. Dude.
1: <laughs> you got to get through 10 minutes of, of this without me quitting. And you have enough to make a show. <laughs> 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> but I killed it with a shoe.
1: It was cool. I got really scared.
0: because The, it was the re- shoe it was that you were wearing
1: on. because you were fully dressed when this happened. Yes. Thank you.
0: I took my shoe off. I took my belt off and I whipped it like Indiana. No, you left your was...
1: belt on. You grabbed a spare belt from the closet. You had three belts on I took my belt off. I was like,
0: barka, 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 barka. "No," but I was actually really scared because it was resting on the mirror, so oh. I had to just like mush it to death. I couldn't smack it. The, the bee, not my ass. God damn it! <laughs> Come on, dude. You gotta be. You gotta be used to this by now. No. Okay. What was I saying? Oh. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I know uh, the old adage is never... Bo- uh, ju- <laughs> Try that again. I know the old adage is never... Judge never a book, book a by judge its... by its cover. What? You're such a dick. I knew you were going to fuck with me there. <laughs> God damn it.